Hi, welcome back to the Jamil Gabriel Show. I'm your host, Jamil Gabriel. So, um, big news. D.C. is considered for statehood. Um, it passed Congress, so it's now going to go to the president, which is incredibly stupid. Everyone knows what it is. It is a power grab by the Democrats. There is no doubt about it. In fact, when asked about it by Republicans, because they had no Republican support whatsoever, when asked about it, they said, so? You know, because they're like, because the Republicans said, you guys just want two Senate seats and like four Congress or four congressional seats. And they said, so what? So it's not about disenfranchised voters or everyone gets their voice heard, which is really dumb because DCs already counted in the electoral process. They're like, oh, he needs representation. And of course, what do Democrats do when they are losing an argument? Racism! It's racist! It's racist! It's racist! It's racist! Look, D.C. is pretty small. In terms of land area, I think it's about the same size as Colorado Springs. Okay? Obviously, uh, Colorado Springs has a smaller population than the District of Columbia. So, the only reason they're trying to do it is because they know that D.C. overwhelmingly votes Democrats. And that will give them two more seats in Senate and I think two more seats in the House of Representatives. So they're just going to push their agenda. They don't care about you. They want overwhelming power. They don't want to debate. They don't care. They just want to, you know, win. All right. This is this is in, extremely insane that they want to just, you know, screw the debates over and over again. You know, if you ever see the movie Lincoln, which Hillary Clinton was like, oh, it's a great movie. It is actually a pretty decent movie, although a little bit historically inaccurate. However... There was a debate for the 13th Amendment, okay? And I know this isn't the Constitution, but they don't want to vote or they don't want to debate. They don't care. They don't want to debate at all. They just want to do as I say or do what I say, not as I do, okay? That's why they've been caught numerous times, numerous, numerous, numerous times. They've been caught sneaking out, going to see family, not wearing masks, and they do it to themselves. And then, but... When you do it, or when a business says, screw you guys, I'm going to open up my business anyway. What do they do? Oh, you're killing numerous people. You're killing all these people, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's going to die because of you. And then they make a big stink about it, all right? So they don't care about you. And I keep reiterating, and I'm going to keep reiterating it, because they don't care. I need people to wake up. Wake up and look at what is going on in this beautiful country, all right? Look what is going on. And I hope everyone wakes up to do something about it because this is completely insane. We cannot let the Democrats just run over everything, all right? And the Republicans have no backspine, nothing. They're just going to let it go. Oh, well, because we're not getting in power and the Democrats are going to get, no, kick them all out, restart new. Okay, and that's probably what's going to happen soon because these policies are disenfranchising numerous constituents and they're getting pissed off. Eventually, what they've already lost faith in the government. All right, I told you this. I told you that the Derek Chauvin case, there was nothing good going to ha happen from it. It was absolutely nothing good. Okay, if Derek Chauvin was pleaded or was convicted innocent or acquitted. There would have been riots. In fact, there almost were. They were even saying, and in fact, Maxine Waters clearly stated that we should continue to riot. Okay? That's just one of them. 
But no, no one. In fact, they back each other up. They're like, oh, well, Maxine didn't meant virtually. You know, maybe I'm a little bit too old now, but I remember specifically someone on January 6th saying we should go or we should march to the White House peacefully and peacefully assemble and make your voices heard. And what did the Democrats do? Oh, insurrection. He incited an insurrection. Everyone was like, oh, my God, he incited an insurrection. And, you know, whatever happened, that's that's on them. Right. But I don't blame the people doing it. Right. Like, I don't commend uh, violence. All right. I do know that violence is necessary, but I don't commend it. Okay, there should be no reason to, you know, act in violence. But. It was Donald Trump. In fact, speaking of the riots, new information came out. You remember that police officer that was bashed with a fire extinguisher? Well, his uh, coroner came out and said, no, that's not how he died. He died from a heart attack. He died from like a heart attack or a stroke. Completely natural causes. He was just at the wrong time, probably excited his heart or did something, and he died from a stroke or heart, heart attack. I'm pretty sure it's a stroke, so don't quote me on it. But I do know 100% it was natural causes, okay? But where, why isn't the Democrats recanting their, you know, or the media recanting their statement? I clearly remember them saying, oh, look how angry the Donald Trump supporters are. They killed the man with a fire extinguisher. They killed the man. They killed the police officer. He was, they were using a fire extinguisher. Apparently not. He died from natural causes, but no one wants to recant their statement. No one wants to say anything. Go, yeah, you know, we messed up. I'm sorry. We, we overreacted and that was that's that's what happened okay but no one's gonna say anything all right so the they want more power and we got to stop them from doing it all right and now they're saying or now they're still talking about racism about how voter fraud blah 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 voter fraud voter fraud voter fraud but then they said that the it's because that's the only way that Republicans are going to win. Really? You guys cheated. You guys made you guys made up a big pandemic that had a lower kill rate than the flu or maybe like on average. And no, I'm not disregarding the uh the damage that this illness has done, all right? I'm merely saying there was a lot more, all right? No one protest at McDonald's when, <coughs> excuse me, when people were getting fat and obese. No one protested and said we had to, you know, eat salads. McDonald's had to serve salads despite what people wanted. No, we said, hey, that's on them, okay? If you don't want to wear a mask, I believe you shouldn't have to wear a mask, all right? That's on you. You should know the risk, and if you don't want to wear it, don't wear it, okay? You should know the risk and understand that that's what's going to happen. If you die, you die. Accept it, just like tobacco, just like weed. If you die, you know, get an accident or whatever, that's on you, right? No one handed you the joint. No one handed you a cigarette. Nothing like that. Well, they could have, but no one put it in your mouth and made you inhale. So that is how I look at it. If you wanted to wear a mask, if you want the vaccine, then get the vaccine. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with getting the vaccine. But... If you didn't want it, then that's on you, okay? There shouldn't be any animosity towards it, all right? You should know the risk. You should be like, okay, 
I don't want the vaccine because I don't believe in it. Okay, then don't get the vaccine. All right. So, and of course, Democrats are now calling it, oh, yeah. So, it's just a giant mess. Democrats just want power. That is all they do. They only want power. And the reason they're good at it is because they have a backbone. They're fighting it. There's like, what, five senators, like five Republican congressmen that are actually fighting it. Name, name a congressman that's not of your state from, uh, from the House of Representatives, not senator, or House of Representatives that have actually said something. Name one. That is a Republican. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you hear... But what about all the other people that you hear? You hear about Nancy Pelosi. You hear about, um, who's the guy that slept with the Chinese spy? See, you hear about those kind of people because they speak the loudest. You hear about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, wait, sorry. You hear about Liz Cheney. Oh, wow, Liz Cheney. Okay, Liz Cheney, the, you know, backstabber of America, the one that sent millions of, or hundreds of thousands of troops to their death. Or possibly injured. The one that cost us trillions of dollars. Her dad actually was the one that did it. But she wants to remain there. She wants to remain there. So I, I saw this news article today. And it's just embarrassing. They're, they're really trying to make it like a big deal. So Joe Biden has officially announced that America recognizes the Armenian genocide. If you don't know what the Armenian genocide is, was during World War One the Pashas, I think there was three Pashas. Talat Pasha is the most famous one. He believed that, you know, Armenians didn't belong in Turkey and to kill them all. Essentially what happened. Um, yeah, it was the first genocide. I think one million Armenians died. It's horrific, right? And now they're like, oh, America now recognizes. America always recognized Armenian genocide, you idiot. America always recognized it. The, the problem with the Armenian Genocide is that Turkey doesn't recognize the Armenian Genocide. They don't recognize it. And that's what Armenians are mad at. America knew about it. Everyone knew about it. In fact, when in the final solution in the, uh, what conference, I forgot what conference it was called. Um, there's a great movie. It's called Conspiracy. Um, it's like an hour and a half and it's exactly um, the exact meeting that happened between Hitler and the SS on the final solution. I recommend watching it. It's very informative, kind of boring if you, you don't like history, but it's just really impressive that they, that they, you know, wanted to kill this many people. But during that meeting, um, they said, what will history, what will history think if you kill this many Jews? And Hitler responded, the same thing that history sees about the Armenians. So he knew about the Armenian genocide. They all knew about the Armenian genocide. Okay. Everyone knows it happened. Every single person that has opened up a history book and turned to World War I knows that the Armenian genocide happened. All right. Except Turkey. Turkey doesn't want to recognize it because they don't want to admit fault. They don't want to admit that they elected, you know, Talat Pasha and all the Pashas, and, you know, essentially killed a lot of people. They don't want to recognize it, right? But 
now they're making it sound like Joe Biden is the, you know, answer for the Armenians and blah, blah, blah. No, we just want Turkey to recognize it, okay? To Turkey to um, give out a formal apology just like how, um, what were, sorry, just like how Japan is not recognizing UB571, okay? They haven't apologized for it. In fact, the only reason they weren't prosecuted for it was because America took their results of the biological weapons that they were developing and pretty much gave them amnesty, okay? You could look it up. It's the truth. But anyway, we just want, just like China, wants to recognize or wants Japan to recognize their genocide that they committed at UB571. And I believe it's UB571. And um, the Nantucket Massacre. Is it Nantucket? Yeah, something like Nanjing. Nanjing Massacre, okay? Nantucket's a song, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting tired. So now all the media is going, well, thank you, Joe Biden, for recognizing that the Armenian, Armenian genocide happened. Everyone knows the Armenian genocide happened. As mentioned, Hitler literally even said it. What will history think about the Armenian genocide? He thought he was going to get away with killing all the Jews, all the gypsies, all the so uh, the Soviets. And people were not going to recognize it. That's what Hitler was going to do. But Hitler killed, you know, a lot more. This is so freaking stupid. I mean, this is, this is like how the media influences us. And now, on top of that, Joe Biden... Because he's a crabby negotiator, he doesn't want to meet with world leaders. The Cold War's restarted. Yeah. Cold War's restarted on two fronts. Even um the chief of staffs. Or yeah, the chief of staffs, all the generals and admirals, they were in a meeting with Joe Biden and they they said it. They said that this is Cold War again. We're getting closer to nuclear warfare. Okay? And they said that we have a problem because we're fighting on two fronts. It's not just the Soviets anymore. It's the Russians and China. Congratulations, idiot. But that's who you voted for. And everyone's like, oh, well, why, you know, oh, Trump talking to Russia, that's bad. No, it's not bad. All right. If you don't talk to him, we could have been all incinerated by now. If it wasn't for JFK's brother telling, you know, the Soviets, hey, if you remove your missiles away from, you know, Turkey or take them away out of Turkey, then or sorry, not take them out of Turkey, America, if they take them out of Cuba, we'll take them out of Turkey. And then so that's what happened. And that's why it prevented nuclear warfare. It was really close. I think it was like a day. I mean, if you look it up, it, it was like literally a day before JFK was about to sign to launch those nukes at Russia <laughs> or at the Soviets. And now we're going to have two fronts, a two-front war. But now you didn't want to negotiate with Russia. I think it's a good thing to negotiate because that's what Reagan did. He negotiated with Gorbachev. JFK's brother negotiated with Khrushchev. So why is this a bad thing? Why is negotiating a bad thing? Don't you want world peace? That's how you get world peace. You talk to each other. You're like, hey, look, 
I don't want to go to war. I don't want to kill all your innocent civilians. I don't want to do total warfare. I don't want to do that. It's like, just stay away from our place. We'll stay away from you. What's so hard about that? Or better yet, hey, I will give you this much gold. You give us this much of your resources. You give us this much of your gems. Okay. And then you, if they're going, oh, we're going to take over this place. Then they go, okay, well, we're going to launch nukes at you. Okay. That's how war is. But now uh, Putin said, like, he's uh, he's about to attack. I mean, this is, I'm paraphrasing, but it's essentially what he said. I mean, he doesn't like Joe Biden because he's not negotiating, and now uh, everything's falling is falling apart. And this guy's only been office less than 100 days. Less than 100 days in office, and we're about to fight a two-front war. Okay? Now, I'm pretty sure China's going to take Taiwan. China's going to go. They've been rallying the troops taiwan has been rallying the troops okay obviously china is a lot bigger than them okay and they're probably gonna attack and then what's joe biden can do uh duh uh uh the the, the, the legs the hairy legs the, the they turn blonde in the sun i i mean we're on the verge of total collapse right now we're on the verge of a civil war in the united states we're on the verge of world war and this idiot does not want to negotiate in fact he has yet to talk to a leader he has yet to talk to him do you know who's been talking to him kamala harris kamala harris has been talking to all these global leaders okay the president of the united states doesn't even want to you know answer phone calls and yet he plans to just continue this and no repercussions. I mean, you don't just go into the president and go, I'm going to do whatever I want. la di la di da No. Okay. <laughs> Eventually, people are going to get fed up. And they're going to go on the offensive. Okay. And I don't know what's going to break first. China taking Taiwan or, you know, China trying to take out Taiwan. Because I think the... Uh, the powers to be would tell, you know, be like, no, you're not going to take chi uh, Taiwan. And then all of a sudden, what, especially towards the 2022 election, because if China takes Taiwan, Democrats would lose overwhelmingly. And like I said, they just want to win. They, they want to remain in power. That's why they're pushing for D.C. statehood. And then what's going to be next? Puerto Rico. What's going to be next? I guarantee you there's going to be a lot of different states coming along. If they finalize D.C. as statehood, people are just going to go back to the Civil War era. That's how West Virginia was formed. It was just Virginia and then West Virginia. Okay. They should have called it left Virginia, but no, they called it West. But yeah, that's because that's what happened. They wanted to secede. They were like, okay, we're not going to be a state. We're going to create a new state. We don't like you guys. Okay. That's how the Civil War started. All these guys wanted to secede in fact it was the cotton states that originally seceded and then um they attacked fort sumter and then lincoln called seventy thousand troops in and that's when the other states seceded like tennessee so you're on the verge sleepy creepy joe you're on the verge of a civil war i mean it's gonna happen if you don't do something all right get out there and do something now like i said if they attack or if they attack Taiwan. What's going to happen is that Democrats would overwhelmingly lose 100%. It would end up losing. 
they would install like a new Republican or uh, Republican based government, and the Republicans would probably uh, declare war on China because Congress is the only people allowed to declare war on China. Okay, and then that'll give room for um, probably Donald Trump to come back in and be like, "Hey guys, I could take China real quick, all right?" And then he'd probably negotiate with Xi Jinping was like, hey, if you give them back Taiwan, you know, we're not going to do this. You know, we're not going to have to send forth. Or he might be a good leader like Alexander the Great and just take China over. It really depends. But I doubt he could do that because China outnumbers us three to one. Anyway, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. My name is Jamil Gabriel, and I'm signing off.